All right. Hi, everybody, and welcome to another episode of China 20s. My name's Pelavi. Hey, everyone. It's Sharon. I might have messed the intro up, but it's okay. No, you, added, you added a little extra today, and I love because I think I think we start with our names and then say then. the podcast name. <laughs> yeah. But it's you know it's exam season. It's the holidays. I'm a little bit clocked out, and it's fine. I, We're yeah. trying new things. You, Exactly. You and I both were like, we woke up and we're like, yes, we both slept in. So <laughs> let's just uh, take a minute and reconvene. And we did. And like always, we caught up for a lot. Of- <laughs> oh my god! But I love it. You know, that's like my favorite part. I and know. also, like, we, I it's okay to sleep in. First of all, it's I'm the weekend. All- Second of all, it's so depressing outside. It's constantly dark and cloudy. And I don't remember the last time I saw the sun personally. No, I agree. I one thousand percent agree. Um, that's why I think this. Both of us, when we we're talking about reflecting on this week, we both had very, very interesting weeks. Both highs and lows. Maybe a little bit more lows, but I think one thing you and I are both doing a good job is feeling through it and not going around it. It's tricky managing that with the holiday season. I think we all know that. So um, it's hard because there's. This essence of hopelessness, which I think we've kind of talked about in our pre-briefs, and there's also like it's hard because I feel like so much of what's happening is circumstances. Like I could have very different circumstances, right? As somebody's family that immigrated here, and I think that I've become more aware of the privilege that I have, and like. It almost contextualizes things that are happening in a way where I'm like, this literally doesn't matter. Like I'm panicking over this, but it's like, in the grand scheme of things, in the context of everything that's happening in the world on like a universal level, this is so microscopic. And that's not to like minimize anyone's pain or minimize anything that you're going through, because I think we're all having very real experiences. But I think sometimes it's so important to take a step back and not get caught up. In our day to day, and just look at the bigger picture of like humanity. Absolutely. Um, I think this this point of like our conversation. If anyone's listening, I personally just want to remind you to also like I know last time we did like a little bit of like a reflective moment. I think for me, like what I can possibly just share with anyone right now is like genuinely go through your feelings like I think it's one of those things where it's like you make better decisions um you're more self-aware like I think when you tend to avoid everything that's currently happening with you personally or with what's going around like that's gonna come and bite you later on um so you know just taking that moment to kind of just sit with it it might not always just be a moment either it's gonna be ebbs and flows of it as well um I was talking to one of my really good friends and like I think I was telling you this too like typically like uh, actually I was talking to a therapist about this as well and then they said that people tend to come back into therapy in the new year but they were saying how this year has been incredibly different where a lot of people have come back to therapy like from like October onwards and so it's just like the holiday season everything so which is very interesting because typically it's like new year's resolution like you know I'm gonna start therapy like I'm gonna search around blah 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 but um 2023 has been a different year and I think for a lot of people so a lot of shifts have happened and i think if we all just take a moment to be like okay what happened for me this week what happened to me today you know how am i feeling maybe i'm good maybe i'm doing great 
maybe I'm not so good and I need to listen to my body because I think our mind says one thing, but sometimes our body can reject that and be like, no, you're sitting on your couch today. And if you fight that though, like it might actually only make it worse sometimes. No, that's very well said, Sharon. I think you're right, right? Like know yourself and know where you stand. I think that's the biggest triumph in the world today, right? To know yourself from the inside out and to be able to stand with yourself, to show yourself grace, but to also develop an understanding that, you know, everything you know isn't always the truth, isn't always Absolutely. what's right. So be amenable to change, be amenable to learning new things and be open and to grow in that way. And I think you really speak to that when you say that you have to know where you stand and you have to understand that you might be working through it mentally and be able to tell yourself that it's going to be fine and that you're moving on, but your body will shut down, but listen to your body, right? There might be that discordance, but truly the best thing you can do for yourself this holiday season and the upcoming new year is to listen to your body and become in tune with your body, whatever that looks like for you. Yeah. And like, again, you, you were talking about it earlier where it's like understanding our privilege, like even us as a, like, we are a minority group, but seeing what's going on in the world right now, I realize that there are other minority groups that unfortunately are going through worse. And that's where I was like, okay, how can I lean on them as well? And, you know, there's that collective BIPOC guilt, right? Like that's something that we're all kind of feeling as well. So being a support system for those who need it at the same time, being more self-aware in the sense of like, I'm not even referring just to ourselves, but what you just said is like, you know, perspectives of others, what's going on in the world. I think that is so important to stay educated, you know, to have those conversations. Um, it's a privilege to also, like we always talk about it, like we can clock out. And I think also part of our episodes is that this is also our safe space in a way to just, you know, like just chill for a second and talk <laughs> because we are facing a lot of stuff outside of this, this one episode. So I agree. And I think it's hard to even like find a balance where sometimes it's like we're talking about these inconsequential things that don't relate to that bigger picture. But we also receive feedback that it's nice to sometimes dissociate from the reality of the world and like, you know, some of the more fun conversations that we have around red flags, green flags, for example. Right. So we try to our best to kind of find the balance between very real conversations, but also those fun conversations that can allow you to maybe dissociate from the reality of the world right now um which i think sometimes we all need right so we're trying our best to kind of balance the two right like if you have any feedback like let us know if there are certain things that you'd like to hear more about if you like to kind of use this as a space where you don't have to think about things or if you want us to continue to talk about hard-hitting topics i think we still will i think that's in our nature too like that's never going away but if there's a different balance that our listeners would like uh, we're open to that kind of feedback. Um, and with that, what are we sipping on? So, okay. I did want to share. Yesterday, I tried something new. And Ooh. it's different from what I'm sipping on right now. I didn't tell you this earlier. But I tried a matcha latte at a new cafe down here. Mm. And it was lovely. Um, I know matcha is healthier. So I opted for that. And the other reason I did that is because, like you said, it's been so gloomy. And I needed a change in scenery for yeah. work. So working from that cafe was actually a huge blessing in disguise because there was so much light in there, such an open space, like super high ceilings. Um, but what I'm sipping on right now is a green ginger tea. So that is what I got in my cup. How about are you, you? 
Are you a matcha girl typically? Uh, I'm not. No, definitely not. I did it wow. for the health benefit. Yeah. So I was like, let's look. And you enjoyed it. I did like it. Yes, I did. Yeah. So I was like, I know it's better than caffeine. So I was like, let me give it a shot. For me, I just am sipping on an iced coffee. I did the thing where I combined two. I think I've talked about it in another episode where I like to put like the Nescafe thing um, at the bottom with some water and then ice to make it really cold. And then I have like cold brew that I pour over it with like a sweetener, like the silk uh, vanilla flavored sweetener. Just very classic to get me out of bed today because it was hard. That's the thing. It was so hard. As I say, I'm pretty proud to say that boycotting Starbucks seems to be working as well. So look at that, guys. I think it's great. And I think it's a good time um, for us to, you know, do what we can to make the world a better place by doing that. I think we actually had listener feedback of, I'm going to try the thing that Sharon said. Yeah. Well, because there's actually a lot, after I said that, there are a lot more TikToks. I've seen a lot more reels, how people are just explaining how you know like starbucks is a bank like you leaving your money in there it's a bank they use that money i said that before this whole i just i <laughs> you can go back i talked about this on a podcast episode right and I have. Talk, everybody was just kind of like okay what's wrong with her but now you're all believing. everyone's posting about it everyone is posting about it i'm just saying I that like, i started this yeah and honestly like I also have not had mcdonald's there are like if you are interested like there is a larger list out there so um, yeah, McDonald's has, honestly, I haven't eaten McDonald's in a really long time, so that's fine. I can continue doing that as well, so. I'm I will say sure this. Papa John's there are, on that list. Papa John's. There are perks to being a vegetarian, because, like, I don't typically engage. Oh, like, it's not a behavior change for me. Like, it's not hard for me to not partake, because I just never did, so. Yeah. Well, just saying. Lucky you. It's definitely a little bit more of an active change for me. Like, last night, I was like, oh, yeah, we're not stopping at McDonald's. So we came home and made pasta instead. <laughs> wow. But you're so uh, brave. I shut up. <laughs> oh no. Uh, okay. Well, okay. Back on track. Yes. Today we're talking yes. about unspoken rules in our 20s. So this conversation is, you know, there's fun parts to it where we talk about just things or rules around like friendships and, you know other relationships that are unspoken rules but then also some unspoken rules around society let's start with just our personal experiences Sharon what are some unspoken rules that you follow or you kind of expect people to follow in their 20s with your friends for example okay so you go out um if you like cover drinks at the first spot I think like it's an unspoken rule that like the next friend got you on the next spot like you know what I mean it's never like a oh like pay me back this way it's more of like okay I got you on the next drink or I got you on this drink or what like you know it's like a back and forth type of thing and that's just like an unspoken rule when it's just like something when you're going out in your 20s um it's more of like I got you next time don't worry so I agree and and like if you guys are good friends like typically that's what happens is that it's never really you know an imbalance in that sense um I think that's an unspoken rule I agree. And I think it's with your friends too. Like I actually have a problem where I cannot ask people to eat transfer. Like people owe me hundreds of dollars. Like I'm talking like we rented a car out. We paid for gas for this thing. Like I covered the cost and I just like haven't had the chance to sit down and get my affairs in order. But I don't know why I have such a hard time like doing that kind of stuff with friends when it's like my 
money. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's not like I'm asking them for money that's theirs. Like, it's kind of like, you know, I should charge them all interest. Yeah. <laughs> Go from there. But I actually, like, this is a toxic trait of mine where I can't, like, that's why. But, like, if somebody else pays for something, I will immediately transfer them. Yeah, fair. I think, so, yeah. I don't know why I, I work that way. Yeah. That one's always fun. That's always a funny one. I don't know. Um, but with my good friends, it usually evens out, right? Like, I'll drive us to a different city. You paid for the concert ticket. It works out. You know, like, usually it evens out. In that It'll way. balance out. That's exactly. So I think that's what I meant. Like, but I think it's typically an unspoken rule because it tends to always balance out. Um, an unspoken rule amongst siblings is obviously sharing clothes. Like, I feel like, no, you know, your shirt is my shirt. I'm sorry. <laughs> I have a younger brother. I don't think it works. Although I did actually. I was still hoodies. I did take a hoodie of his the other day. He was like here. And I was like, great. (laughs) But it's not like, you know, we have different styles. and It just doesn't work out. That's fair. That's fair. Um, I would hate sharing my clothes. Like if I had a sister, like I don't, I don't think I was meant to have sister because I feel like I would be unhinged if I was to have a sister I would probably be the younger one and I feel like I'm that way for some of my friends for some of my friends like I am the the younger younger sister sister, I think yeah I can see that 100% no what I was gonna say was actually it's such it's so funny because as kids my sister and I absolutely hated matching clothes hated when our parents put us like in somewhat similar outfits like we were just not about it fast forward we're in our 20s the way we actually don't mind matching like we'll wow. actually be like we'll both come out wearing the same color or the same type of outfit and we're like oh you look cute i'm like you look cute i was like okay yeah let's match so it's like a switch a complete polar opposite of a switch where it's like as kids absolutely hated matching now for some reason we are totally okay with matching or like coordinating our outfits like it's cute it's a vibe so i don't I know that for you. i feel like that's like an unspoken rule um so i did friends I did siblings is there unspoken rules with any other relationships that I'm trying to think about right now that I should be thinking about okay parents like the first thing that comes into my mind is literally like your food is my food (laughs) (laughs) no the unspoken rule is me grocery shopping in my parents fridge every time I go home I am going grocery shopping every time I go home they know it too like I will oh my god I yeah they have everything it's like what it's so bad I went home and then my mom was like oh like do you want this pomegranate and I was like but it's not peeled (laughs) like I'm not putting in the effort she was like fine buy your own and I was like I can't afford it and then my parents were like what the heck what do you want afford produce and I'm like no it's like I just it's like I don't buy it because then it'll go bad and I just I'm lazy if like somebody else just like cut it up for me I would eat it Dude, that's the biggest issue is like, I will so buy bad. produce. I will buy produce. Don't get me wrong. It's just that it sits in my fridge. And I'm like, why did I do this? Why did I do this to myself? So I literally have to pick produce now that I know that lasts longer in the fridge because that's that's my issue right now that I'm going through. Unspoken rule at the gym. I can say that one. That one I think is just so common. It's like, re-rack your weights. Like, you know, like nobody likes... Yeah. reaching a squat rack or a deadlift and like there's weights left on there like unspoken rule gym etiquette just you know take those off put them back where they belong like be a polite gym goer you know like I think that is very much an unspoken rule that. in friendships I think for me um 
a big one, like a big aspect of my life is friendship. And I think there, what is an unspoken rule is that you communicate when you're not going to be present for whatever reason. Like you don't even have to give the reason, but to just be like, hey, there's a lot going on. So I'm just going to be like, am I for the next month? Like that to me is easier to grasp than you just going missing and me being worried about you, which I understand circumstances different. That's not always the case, but as a general kind of rule, when there aren't extenuating circumstances, I think it's fair that one unspoken rule is with me, at least that if you commit to something, you show up, but then also if like you're unable to be present for whatever reason, just say that up front that, Hey, life is rough. Let's catch up in two, three months. And I'll be like, okay, I don't have to worry about you because you've indicated to me that you need the space. Uh, in the sense though, like I, 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 I would just add on to it. Sorry, maybe not a rebuttal, but maybe just add on to the fact that yes, I agree. A heads up would be nice, but sometimes we can't always give a heads up. So to aid in this, I think what would be respectful is like to come back and be like, hey, this was what was going on. So I think it's like, I, I respect the person who can, of course, if they give me a heads up, that's fine too. But say for example, they come back two months later, I'm not gonna be mad about it. I'll personally understand and be like, if they let me know like, hey, it was just a lot going on. I couldn't communicate. Yeah, that's fine. But don't just yes. like go away because so you want to and like, like, don't be a terrible person because, like, I get That's worried. Fair. That's what I'm yeah, saying. No, no, I get you. I get you. Sometimes life just lives. And if you need to isolate, like, it happens. Like, I, I think everyone and like, especially this year, when I look at all my friends, I think everyone has a, has had a moment of isolation where we did not know what was going on. But like, as a friend, all you can do is like, it's okay to be worried. Like, I don't think it's a bad thing for me to be worried about my friend. Like, I can check in. I can let them know because sometimes them just seeing that message they might not respond, but it'll still bring them a sense of hope and comfort being like, okay, there are people out there who do still care about me, even though I can't reciprocate right now. But my goal is for me to get better so then I can reciprocate and let them know that I did see your messages. I just could not respond at that time. Yeah. But I do appreciate you saying this to me. I agree. So, I just, I guess you're right, right? Like you do things because you care about a person, whether or not they yeah. respond. But sometimes it just feels bad when you're always the one doing the reaching out and doing the caring for people. And you're always like, I just sometimes I feel like I'm taken for granted in a lot of my friendships and relationships. I don't think it's like intentional. It's like hard to grasp my head around the fact that like this year consistently for the majority of it, I've been the one reaching out. I've been the one giving, you know, what do you throw when I, somebody's drowning? Guess, and that's not to say that that's like, as a friend, like I'm happy to, but like sometimes I also feel exhausted. Fair. I kind of also wanted to reiterate that, like you said, like it felt like this year, right? Like that's what I kind of want to say. Like maybe it's just this time and space and hopefully there will be that time where it's like, if they are true relationships where they will be the ones doing that back to you. It might not feel it like right now because maybe the world really or timing of it is just really hitting them really hard. And then that will be your true, true, true test, right? Like when you're really going through it, that's when you can be like, okay, so these were the people that reached out. These are the people that didn't. And then that's when you can kind of manage your expectations. And then that's when you'll know that, you know, I don't need to be putting this much effort into this, this relationship because like you said, it's not being fully reciprocated, right? But know, you have a big right, heart. Right. You have a big heart. You do care. And I think that's so important. And we all need that in all of our friendships. And like, that's where it's like important to have those people in our circle. But it's also a reminder, like if you're listening to this and you realize, hey, like I have this person in my friend circle who's been there for me. Have I reached out to them? Like, you know, this is that self-check 
point for you or like are you that person as well do i need to reevaluate like you know my relationships but ultimately at the end of the day if we all are working towards being better humans and like good people and good friendships and relationships like yes it can get tiring so it's like self-regulate that for sure but at the same time i don't want you to feel bad about caring either you know like i think i think it's a good thing i think that's one of those things where i'm like i don't want you to feel bad about it i also don't want you to think that like these people are not going to be there for you because i truly do think they will and they will have moments where they are going to show up for you when you know everyone's life hits the fan at one point or another i mean you're absolutely right in that like i think they would but it's just like hard to grasp my head around that because like I think lately especially I've been feeling more taken for granted just in terms of like multiple conversations I've had with multiple people where it's like do a lot of the reaching out I do a lot of that and I want to like you're right like the whole idea of like you know having a big heart but like you don't want to also like you also have to like protect yourself in a way where like you ultimately don't want to get hurt if you don't have confidence but I don't do it because I think that I'll need them I do it because I genuinely care but like there are very few moments where I'm like wow I feel like like how do I know that I'm not being stepped over or like being taken for granted I think that is what is like hard to grasp like I have people who I disagree with I was telling you about this about somebody like just getting up and leaving and even though we might have disagreed on something I still reached out and said hey like that was a difficult position. You demonstrated courage. Like, let me know how, if I can help you, like whether or not I agree with this person or not, because at the end of the day, it's a human and they felt bad. And I hate when people feel bad and I like take it upon myself when I think those happens. are times where like, sometimes you don't have to take it upon yourself. That is you the know? unspoken rule. It's not always about you. <laughs> yeah. Like that's, I, I, I think, I don't know. Like sometimes I'm just literally like in those situations, sometimes I'm like, I don't have to be everyone's savior. I think that's another thing. It's like, that's an unspoken rule too. It's like, you don't have to be everyone's savior. You got to save yourself sometimes too in the midst of like, like I said, this year has been a year for a lot of people. So like, I think for you from maybe things were a little bit more steady, like who knows, right? Like everyone has different years. And I think that's one of the things where it's like, I can personally say for me where it's like, I've I've definitely been in the position where it's like I've been lucky enough to be there for people a lot more in previous years, but I can confidently say that this year it revert like it was inverted. And I could truly yeah. see that like there were people who were there for me that I've been, you know what I mean? So like that's why I have faith and like hope for you in the sense like I think people so will cute. show up when you need it. Like, you know, when you need it the most, when you least expect people to show up for you, they will show up. It's just that right now it's kind of their turn. I don't even know how we got here. I'm going to have to cut half. I don't know either. Because it's not relevant. Okay, anyway. <laughs> okay, what is the next subject? Um, okay, so let's... Okay. Yeah, so we talked about it in the context of friendships, in the context a little bit of relationships, in the context of maybe some like family stuff. Okay. Another unspoken rule in the workforce is... Um, those who are pregnant having to hide their pregnancies um, because that can impact either their promotion or, you know, any client relationship, any management relationship, any leadership relationships. So that is a common thing I've learned um, and heard from actually other leadership mentors and stuff where it's like, you know, they have noticed that some people don't get a promotion because they find out that said person is pregnant. That's wild because like pregnant people are literally bringing life into the world. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's not just like 
like I would argue that most people come out of a person all people probably come out of a person sorry that didn't make sense but like all of us come out of someone so like why would you even make that comment and create such an unsafe space I call baloney I don't know it <laughs> like I just that is I I, I need to say it I, it doesn't make sense to me especially because yeah like that person's body is also going through a lot in the process of giving birth too so the healing that's required after that mentally physically like you know none of that is apparently taken into account sometimes in certain countries cough cough our neighbors to the south but um hopefully i mean i've noticed that there are certain companies like that are changing actually that in the states especially too but then there are others who are like you know just three months only and like i don't know if you know this but what happens is that people have to apply for disability after that disability time off yeah, so that's what they do. So in order to get more time off, you have your mat leave and then you apply for disability leave, which is wild to me. It's almost like an unspoken rule, if, like as like a like a girly, you know, for me, where I just like it's funny because like you kind of like joke around if you're in a space where there's a power imbalance. Like I was at a different observership. And this individual goes, you know, this is a great specialty if you want to be a mother. And I was like, oh my God, you would have not said that to a man. And I kind of laughed about it. But you know what? Okay, here's my thing with that. There is truth to that because women specifically who do want to become mothers, that is something that they do need to consider. That is something that they have to take into account for. Unless you're saying the same thing to like people who want to be fathers. Fathers. I just think like like if you're only saying that to me because you see that I'm a girl, like that's different. Okay, yeah. I see what you're saying. It's because, yeah, I know. It's only, it's slowly shifting though, like in terms of the responsibilities and, you know, being able to take up. But I think maybe like in the sense of like the motherhood part, like I think I, I would, ex- I would accept it more so like if she's, if or if the physician was referring to in the sense of like the healing process. I think that's where I'm like always like, you know, like you do need to give that person some certain amount of time to like heal their like their bodies like physically and mentally so like that time off like makes sense but in terms of responsibilities and stuff like that i hope to god we're at that point where it's like it's equal partnership on both sides you so, would think you would um, think you're right but it's like if <laughs> you would i birthed a person then i feel like you should be doing more of the work like i just i think that's even like that's a lifetime responsibility okay let's kind of pivot back to some more personal ones One of the things that just came to my mind as a personal rule is that you care about my birthday because it's my birthday and I love my birthday. And it's like, you don't have to care about birthdays or your own birthday, but like if your friend cares about something and they're passionate about something, you support that. Like obviously, unless it's like a bad thing that is like harming people, but it's like very harmless for me to be like loving my birthday and loving like the whole like themed events around my birthday and the gifts and like it's just you know like that's a harmless thing so you support is i love that an unspoken rule that's spoken rule yes i just wanted to make sure that people were aware of that we are your friends yes (laughs) i have a a silly one an unspoken rule for me is um you do not go to bed without shutting your closet doors like i cannot go to sleep if my closet doors are even just a little bit open like i need my closet doors shut it's just an unspoken I don't know how to explain it. It is what it is. <laughs> I cannot go I to love bed. that. Um, another unspoken rule that I've broken is not to go to bed angry. 
Oh, like, you, like if you get into a fight with like a friend, a parent, a partner, yeah. people have those. <laughs> like, don't go to bed angry. Like, I don't want to carry. Like, find some level of a resolution. Like, it doesn't have to be perfect. You could still be beefing a little bit, but like to a point where it's like, okay, yeah, we're working through this. So it's not just like left as a cliffhanger. I have broken that too, and I'm very sad to say that because that was such a big unspoken rule rule for me. But um, I've definitely broken it as well. But I I do take accountability over that one, and I'm like looking forward to again have that rule back up on the list. That was a good one, actually. Yeah, That's definitely. I think another <laughs> unspoken rule I came about speaking of friends is like if we're beefing, we figure it out. Like I'm like if I think we're real like, ones, yeah, yeah. Like I think an unspoken rule is like very much like if we're beefing, if something's up, like we figure it out. We do it ASAP, Rocky, because we're trying to get it through, like and done with. Like I, I can't deal with like. I mean, take your time, but it needs to be addressed. Is what I'm trying to say. It's and- like I, I don't, I don't like the shady, like shady comments on the side, blah blah blah. Like I can't do that. I was like, come to me straight. Let's talk this through. Yeah, that type of. I was going to say, if you have a problem with me, come to me. Don't be shady. Don't let it come out. And the thing is, like, I'm guilty, right? Like, I'm like, I'm not saying I'm not guilty of this, of, like, making slight comments and being petty. Like, I'm not above that. But this week, I'm actually making an effort to be, like, full of love and kindness and light. Aww. So that's, like, a conscious effort I'm making. Um, another one... Unspoken rule, take your shoes off when entering a house. Well, duh. Girl, you will be surprised how I've witnessed some people just walk into people's bedrooms with their shoes on. That's wild. Um, On that note, like if somebody's hosting, like don't just show up empty handed. That's like the amount of people who just like show up to your house empty handed or like help clean up. Like the amount of people who just like throw their hands up and don't help. It's actually crazy to me. Help clean up is a big one. It's such a small gesture that you think is small, but it's such a big one. Oh my and the God, thing is, if somebody says no, help them anyways. Like, I anyways. would be like, oh my gosh, no, I got it. Like, because, like, that's how we were raised. Like, I'm not going to tell you to clean my dishes. But if you know I hate cleaning your dish- cleaning dishes, you should probably just help me and do that. We can't expect right. people who weren't raised the way that we were to be like, oh, what they did was very kind. Or, like, you know, oh, what they did was like, you know what I mean? Like, I remember hearing that, oh, this one, lol. Uh, yeah, like there's just certain things about other cultures where I literally think back to it and I'm like, there's no way you ask someone to pay you back for this person is significantly older, okay, than my sister. And they asked them to pay them back $2 or whatever, $4 for two slices of pizza. That's crazy. So that's what I'm saying. So some people are just, but the thing is like, they're just raised that way, which is also what blows my mind. Like, so I'm just, I can't be... You can't be bothered. I'm sorry. For two slices of pizza? No. And you're the older one? No. Mm-mm. I think it's also like the mindset people have. So we were at like a gathering a couple of weeks back and like people brought things and like this one person brought things that people didn't really touch because it was a lot of food and they didn't even like offer it to be like, oh, do people want it? They just like packed it right back up and took it back. And it's like, like usually at the end you like share you're like hey does anybody want this before you pack up your stuff and go that nobody touched i just i think it's like a little bit to me and that's again like it's how they're raised like it's nothing against them but it's like people notice that kind of stuff i didn't even notice a friend pointed it out to me i think 
I leave everything. Like if I bring something to your house, even if it's like I brought full boxes of things, like I'm just leaving it at your house because A, you're hosting and B, like I probably don't want to carry it back. So I think we got that from my parents. If I'm being completely honest, like we did like a lot of potlucks growing up, like whatever. So like whatever you bring to the group, typically what you said is exactly right. Like to the group. Everyone or it's like everyone will like put it into like containers and like everyone takes some of everything home. You know what I mean? So like you get a mix of everything and it's not just your item that you brought. Like it's just everyone's like whatever. So like and you or you like leave a bunch of it for the host or the host will genuinely be like, no, I actually genuinely don't want it. Whatever. Then in that case, you take it back. But it's like it's just that common courtesy. And I think that very much comes from our South Asian nature. I'm not even going to lie because I think that's a common practice that we've all witnessed growing up. It's like a lot of the stuff like I've learned from hosting, like say, for example, even for my parents, right? Like we host so much like we host like people like cousins family members friends like my like they've hosted my friends right like but they're never gonna be like oh like we fed them that they will never bring that up that is just out of their generosity their kindness like you know they're never gonna be like but it's also kind of like one of those things where it's like i know that even me bringing my friends over like they they're treated like family so like i know i i think that unspoken rule is like if i would ever go to like their friends family like my friends family homes which I have, they treat me like family. Like they feed me, they let me sleep over. Like that's just an unspoken rule. Like it's just very much like that community. But again, I think this might also be me reflecting on like the closeness of like, I guess like the Malu community or like the South Asian community. It's just, it's such an unspoken rule. Like the moment also like, it's weird, but it's like, especially I've realized this is like, I've taken it for granted. It's like, oh wow. Like any one of my friends, like I can tell you like, especially in undergrad or whatever, like they come over, like they can open my fridge and take whatever out because it got to that point where it's like my parents were like oh yeah there's food for you and like whoever it's in the fridge it's just the way that we grew up like it's such an unspoken rule like where it's like you know you come over like our food is for you like it's open mm. it's here where and it's you don't, hard you don't to reconcile yeah when others that it's hard to understand when others didn't have that experience like i've had friends over like so for example if, like there's like a long weekend like a family day weekend or like thanksgiving weekend like i have friends who are from like bc for example who can't just like pop over because it's such a long kind of commute for them so my parents have always been like my dad will be like any friend who wants to come over just like have them over so i've had like three separate friends like come over to like my parents home um over this past year and like the generosity right and i think like it made me realize that i grew up in a household where like my parents like would like every two hours my mom's like do you guys want to eat something like my dad's like do you want me to get you like a snack like is there something that you've been wanting to eat like that is not a lot of people's reality like some people grew up in households where their eating for example was restricted right versus for me like when i go home it's a feast like my parents are like always feeding me like i never grew up in a household where anything was restricted especially when it came to good food like we never like there were things like even if our you know financial circumstances weren't great like food was one thing that was always available and I'm grateful for that every single day and I'm grateful for the generosity and I think you're right that seeps into when we host others right and I think it's with those big open hearts that we experience that we are able to open our hearts um and you know that's that's an unspoken rule if you're coming to my house you're being fed Right. I've, I've had and people come over. I've made them like they were just popping over and I'd be like, hey, do you want uh, do you want me to just make you a sandwich? Because I'm making one for myself or like I'm very good at sharing food. I'm not good at sharing clothes or things because I'm like, yeah, very, like, I don't like other people touching my things. But when it comes to like food, bringing snacks for study sessions, like I am all over that. And I do want to give a shout out to my friends because I have the most amount of dietary restrictions. There's like a group of us and I'm the only vegetarian. 
and we had like a gathering a couple weeks back that was very like you know that like everybody eats meat but like most of the stuff was vegetarian in fact one of the friends was bringing a cake and I joked around he was like okay like I'm gonna pop in I'm gonna bring a cake and I was like okay but can I eat it because I don't eat eggs he's like okay I guess I'll go back to the grocery store and I was like no I'm kidding and he actually went back to the grocery store and got me something separate even though there was like so so sweet but it's like he didn't have to do that but I think it's like the principle of it and the gesture of it to make sure that I feel included like obviously I'm gonna say no don't worry about it but for him to like go out of his way I know you're listening so shout out to you like give yourself a pat on the back (laughs) I I agree with everything you're saying and I think the key part to it is it's like it's such a generational thing that's been handed down to us because as you were saying all of this what kept coming to my mind was like I think about my grandma and being like like we came like from like that was like a very like large family like from my dad's side and I was like you know pretty low like household income at that time and or not like I guess in general like in terms of like everyone there like it was it's whatever but like what my dad would always say about my grandma is like when all the cousins were there or whatever right like all and like hit, all my dad's cousins were there they would still be fed the best food like you know it's like they would still get the eggs and the rice and whatever but like my grandma would not have that and like my dad would not have that either so like the people of the household would not have the best food but the people visiting would have the best food and like I think it's just that like that generosity that's kind of been passed down and I think the key part is that like we don't bring it back up like you know what I mean you don't do it to be like you don't do it to like talk about it or brag about it I think that's the other thing like there's such a sense of like humbleness and humility that comes and that's passed on generationally when it comes to like bringing food and like I don't know there's just something like it brings people together right and like mm-hmm. I think that's something like whenever my dad told me that like that's what my grandma did it's like which obviously like my dad remembers that because he's a kid and he was like obviously he also wants egg with his rice too but he doesn't get it right like it goes to his like his cousins or his like you know whoever is visiting the house and so especially because like obviously like back in you don't have to schedule a call like people are just popping in and out right some people are popping yeah. in and out you just you have to feed them but again it's like it's out of the goodness of their heart which is something where I'm like I hope to God I can pass down to my kids where it's like generosity is one of those things where it's like it comes with humbleness and humility as well. Like you actually, when you're being generous, you cannot expect anything back in return. And that is just the way that generosity works. And that's the same thing with like, I think the unspoken rule of like gift giving and like anything like that, like you cannot expect anything back in return. You're doing this out of the kindness of your heart and that's it. Like if you're doing this out of like, oh yeah, eventually like they're going to give something back to me or they're going to blah, blah, blah. That's not what it is. You're being generous. You're getting a gift because you care about that person or you're just, it's just a kind action and that's it. And hopefully what they can do, if they don't give it back to you, it's that they can reciprocate it or reciprocate that behavior to somebody else outside of your circle. And like, I agree. that's how that chain reaction happens. Right. So even in this whole unspoken rule aspect of things, like when it comes to like hosting, it's such a big one. It's like, I think the host takes it upon themselves and hopefully the next time you'll be able to reciprocate that and host the other person as well and it should just be like an unspoken rule kindness of the heart it's like you know it's it's out of generosity it's nothing else and like no ill intent so I don't know that's something I was like reflecting on was just literally my grandma in that moment I was like wow "Wow, it probably wasn't easy for her to do that like that's like 10 people like in that time you know what I mean that's a lot of people to feed and like I struggle to feed two people sometimes (laughs) So I struggle to be myself. <laughs> Let's be you know what? I think sometimes like I may not eat because I get lazy, but if I have people over and I'm like making something with them or for them, I have like a much easier time. Like it's such a social thing, but you're right. I think that was a really cute reflection. And I think that 
that you're right. Like you don't do it out of expectation, but it, it, I think it comes back to you sometimes in ways that we don't even know at like, I was at like a vigil this past week with everything that's going on in the world. And one of the things that one of the closing, um, she's like indigenous and she talked about how like we all have 10,000 ancestors walking behind us. So everything that's happening, it's like, there's all these people in front of you. And I think it's okay for us to call upon them, to tell them to walk closer to us in times of need and to just put this energy out into the universe to be like, hey, like my friends might be struggling, walk closer to them too. So this whole idea of like community and the idea that, you know, like it doesn't, have to like it, it'll come back to you like i truly believe it's in karma if you're putting out good energy oh good energy will come back to you like somebody's looking out for you like my dad says that often he was like wow like the things the way things work out sometimes and the way that people exhibit a certain patience for me like i'll, I'll speak for myself because sometimes to deal with me it requires a lot of patience like somebody's got to be looking out for me there's no way that i have the privileges i have sometimes is mm-hmm. what I think about I really love so that. deep Holy yeah okay, I want to pivot and do a spicy one though this is one that I think is controversial if we are friends and I introduce you to like a close friend of mine I think it's disrespectful for you to hang out with them without me being present Ooh. like the unspoken rule is that we hang out together and you don't just like start prying away my friendships and that's not to say everybody can't be friends but I think it's like disrespectful if like my best friend and I were introduced to you and then you are now hanging out with them oh, shit. without crazy. me present especially okay. in the early stages like I think it's actually scandalous okay early stages I 1000% agree um later stages i think it can get to point where it's like where we you like you know say for example your best friend is in the city and they hit me up then would you be cool with it like if we're all now in the same friend circle yeah okay but for you to go out of your way we actually had a conversation about this a couple of weeks back for you to go out of your way to nurture a friendship that like maybe doesn't need to be nurtured to me the unspoken rule is that you drop them like, let's say we were all friends and then you're my best friend and then I'm no longer friends with this third person. Like, should you be going behind my back and hanging out with them? That's like an other way to look at it. I don't think so. Fair, fair. I agree. I like, agree. I'm not saying you have to pick sides, but sometimes I think it's important to have conviction and integrity and just be like, okay, out of respect. Like, I'm not saying that you don't like this person or you have to end things with this person, but I think out of respect, you do certain things for your friends. And the unspoken rule is that you don't go do that. Agreed. Agreed. And the unspoken rule actually, is... I was, thinking, I was thinking about it too. I was like, I was like, I definitely have like principles that like have mesh, but it's true. Like they tend to not hang out unless I'm present. Okay. Like, How about this? Systematically exclude you and not tell you. It's like, hey, like let's hang out on the Thursday, like a bunch of us. And that includes like all these new friendships that you've like obviously facilitated. And it's like, hey, I can't make it, but you guys go ahead. Like that's obviously allowed. But for you to systematically create hangouts and then like not tell me about it, I think the unspoken rule is that you don't do that. Like I hate when people act in that wishy-washy way because I make it a point to include everyone. Like I go out of my way to make sure that nobody feels excluded. I actually merge groups together. You've met a lot of my med school friends. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I just like my master's friends have met my med school friends. Like I truly believe in creating a collective and connecting people because if something can come out of me connecting two different groups together that 
warms my heart right i think the key thing that you said there is like honestly is just the transparency i think that's what i was like if they are transparent about it like you said like that yeah that makes sense but if they're not and then they're being shady then yeah that, that's that's weird so don't be shady that's an other unspoken rule just don't like put it all out like i think i hate when people like hide things because they think that like they have like a mindset of scarcity like it's going to be taken away from them and sure maybe you were raised that way but i just i don't know that like i feel like it's important to like grow up and do the work to understand that there's abundance out there and to understand that what you have is yours and no one's going to take that away from you and that we're all on our own ladders and journey and you sharing it could possibly inspire someone and benefit them rather than take away from your own experience facts yeah i think it's hard for people to navigate that and that's something that they have to figure out on their own honestly that's going to be their own journey because yeah. i you can't do this life alone like as much as everyone's like oh i'm a lone wolf or someone try i'm like any time i hear that i'm like you're not gonna be able to do this life alone like it's i'm sorry it's that it's, was me we, day one of my masters i walk in and i was like i'm not here to make friends by the end of the day i'm part of a friend group <laughs> <laughs> so funny oh my god um i love this okay is there another spicy one okay do you have a spicy one because i feel like i laid out a spicy one unspoken rule don't go to the grocery store hungry i've done that before that's That's so spicy sharon jeez (laughs) how did you ever (laughs) oh with hot ones oh my god it's that though i know it's not that spicy but it's it's a real one i've done that before and i've made poor health decisions while i've been i was on facetime with my sister and i was literally like should i get this should i get this should i get this and i was like grabbing stuff and my sister goes are you hungry and I'm like, yeah, I haven't eaten since like two. And she goes, bruh, no wonder. Like, don't go to the grocery store hungry. And I was like, yeah, you're right. That's an unspoken rule. We we should have all known that. I got an unspoken rule. Oh, yes, thank God. <laughs> when I'm on my period, you go out of your way to be nice to me. Because um, I just think that people who are menstruating, like, I think that that's a lot to go through. And yeah, like, we're supposed, like, we're, like, we want equality. But that's like a biological thing that I can't change like I am literally bleeding and I'm not just saying that you should treat me more special but I'm saying that you should probably treat me more special because I just I don't know like I'm not saying that like you might not be going through it I just think it could be nicer to me and like you could be nice to your friends who are going through this physical challenge on a monthly basis especially the men because sometimes they don't get it i think you sent me a video of like just men not knowing like what a tampon is or what a speculum is and you're yeah. just like are you dumb <laughs> like the internet Wait, no, they knew what it was i think the purpose of that video was the fact that like medical inventions for women have not at all like become modernized it looks like the no. exact same thing that they use like hundred years ago and I'm like well why is this why is no one working towards this to make it more comfortable because uh, you know we need innovators in the world to make that happen exactly. there's also videos out there of like the period pain simulators I don't know if you've seen those where like you have oh the, I have yes, yes, yes yeah like where like, like what the heck like imagine that like if that doesn't I think everybody who does it straight like needs to maybe like experience it to understand it that's so, a controversial opinion of mine. Like just, you know, like in like health class, just to build an understanding. Cause sometimes it's like, some people just like, don't get it. No, they don't. It's not their no. reality. And I'm not saying I'm not guilty of that in certain things in life, 
Has anyone ever tried to convince you or ask or tell you that being kicked in the balls could potentially be more painful than menstruating? How many times are you being kicked in the balls though? Like that is an act that isn't like that's a, that's not out of your control. You know what I mean? Like I'm not saying that somebody can't just come up to you and kick you, but they're not doing that for like five to seven days a month for all of the months. Like that's very different. Like if it happens once, like okay, I'm sorry, sucks for you, but like, is it happening every month? That's actually a good way. Amount of days. I like, feel like I, I feel like I wish I said that. I did not. Not to that. minimize their pain. Not to minimize your yeah. pain. I'm not doing that. Okay, but I'm just saying that the unspoken <laughs> rule the is that you team. don't bring that up when somebody's complaining about their period pain. Like you do not bring that up. That is the unspoken rule. There we go. That is the unspoken rule. Honestly. Unspoken rule. Don't kill somebody's buzz. Like if somebody's really excited about something, don't like kill their vibe and like support your friend. Like you might not enjoy like hot yoga, but your friend invited you and they're really excited about it. You show up. I actually do like it. Like this is, I know she's probably listening too, but I actually really liked it. But that's just like an example that came to my mind. But like, if you really want to go to a spin class, like, and you want, need someone to go with, like be that friend who is able to show up. If you are able to, obviously, instead of just like putting them down and being like, you know, like that's your journey, not mine without even trying it. Like don't knock someone down. I think is the unspoken rule here. Like try new things. Like I love trying new things. Another unspoken rule I thought of right now was when your friend is introducing their significant other um, to their like group. I think the unspoken rule for like the girlies is that we observe how, especially if it's like if it's like um, a straight couple, for example, and the man enters the room. I think the girlies observe how the man take up the space. It's like, are they? allowing the girlies to have their space still and being the background and making sure that their significant other is the star of the show or are they like overpowering that dynamic you know what I mean like it's like it's a very unspoken rule of just watching the energy I love that how the significant how the significant other is treating and how how they present themselves to the group it's like you know um such an unspoken rule among amongst the girlies. I think that one I agree because you're watching you're being watched like if you're being introduced you're like that's Absolutely. You are so being watched. And I think on that note, like another unspoken rule that's kind of related is like, like, do you take an interest in like that significant other's stuff? Like you obviously might not know the girlies. This might be the first time, but are you meaningfully engaging with them? Like not taking up the space, but like listening and like asking questions to like get to know them because like ultimately the girlies are going to be a part of your life, like whether you make it or not, you know? And I think that the girlies have more power to like make you, you know, go away than you do. Like these are established relationships and friendships that have been, that have taken years to grow and, and, and have been cherished. And, you know, knowing that we've talked about female friendships being so strong and how much our friends have uplifted us. Like, I really think that it's, like it's fair for them to be critical of this new person because they have the capacity to hurt your friend and all those things, but they also have the capacity to make your friend's life really, really great. So, you know, balancing that. Um, so how do you, how do you like navigate in that space? And then do you then also meaningfully engage with them? Like you're not just like sitting back in a corner, like you're making an effort to get to know them and 
to ask questions that are meaningful. Absolutely. I think another unspoken rule is like, as we're talking about this, if my significant other is like taking me and my sister out for food, whatever the case, you're paying for both of us. <laughs> like, it is unspoken. You're covering my sister's bill. You're not just gonna like be like, no, you don't. But also like, okay, hold on. Like we're like, just the caveat here is that we're talking about like straight couples, right? Like just is, FYI. Yeah, straight couples, absolutely. Like yes. I, okay, this is like controversial. Okay. The unspoken rule of society is the patriarchy right now. Like it's taboo. Like we're trying to like dismantle it, but the unspoken rule and like the, like the standard and like still to this day is the patriarchy. The reality is that men earn more on the dollar right? Like men aren't necessarily losing out on maternity leave as much as women are. In fact, when a man goes on paternity leave, it's like, oh my gosh, you're helping your partner out. Like, that's so oh my God, you're good. praised for it. You're yeah. praised for it. If men do the bare minimum, they're praised for it. So I think that I am not, obviously everybody's circumstances are different, right? But at the same time, I think, like at first I was like, fair, equal, divide. But now I have grown to be like, okay, men benefit from the patriarchy on a daily basis, right? Every so day. what if you picked up the bills? Like, I think that given the benefits you receive by just being in my presence, <laughs> no, I'm pushing it. I'm pushing it with that point. But all I'm saying is that the benefits <laughs> of the patriarchy are just so vast that I think it's okay for you to take a greater burden in that way yeah no it's not about burden it's very much a responsibility at this point for me because i'm literally like no like because here's the thing if me and my sister go out i'm covering the bill regardless exactly so yeah. that's the thing like it doesn't matter so i'm like my significant other it is just an unspoken rule you are covering both of us it, it point blank period like that's it i don't know i love that i um, love that it's just the way it's just the way unspoken rule yeah, you can't go empty-handed when you're meeting the parents. Or anybody, Absolutely. as a matter of anybody. fact. I actually had yeah. a friend who was visiting, like, not in the capacity of anything romantic. And our friends, like, we were going to a games night. And I was like, you're not just going to show up empty-handed, right? And he, like, brought her something. Like, you just don't, like, I said this before, you don't show up to someone's house empty-handed when they're hosting. Like, it could be flowers. It could be, like, bring a bottle of wine. Some drink. Like, yeah, like, exactly. anything. Yeah. And the no, thing is, sure. I appreciate that, too. Like, don't. Like, if you're coming to my house, don't just... Yeah. No offense. Yeah. You know what? Like, my best friend's like that, too. Like, one oh, day she randomly sweet. dropped off pierogies. Like, another time she went to Montreal and brought me back, like, a vegan muffin. Like, I think that's also, like, how we operate. So, I think, like, yeah. we raised the bar for, for one another quite a bit. You guys have definitely raised the bar for me there. I was like, okay, yeah, that beat me out there. I'm not gonna yeah, lie. it's like, if we see something that we know our friend will like, we'll get it. Like, I saw these earrings and I was like, oh, my gosh, she would love them. And then they gave them to her. And she actually, like, wore them out. You saw her that night, yeah. Oh, no way. <laughs> yeah, so that's just, like, how we kind of operate. Like, I think we're both, like, generous people in that way. One time yeah. I was like, hey, do you have, like, um, what do you call them? Q-tips? Yes. Because I didn't have any. And then she was like, no, I don't. But she was, like, popping over, and she just, like, stopped over at the store and brought me, like, a whole pack. Like, you know what I mean? Like, oh. it's just, like, I'm so what grateful. real ones? I know. Like, and the thing is, it raises the bar. And, like, these aren't unspoken rules. Like, no one can read my mind. But that's just... I'm sorry, my reality. So I think I need to be with people or like around people in friendships and in romantic relationships where like that's the standard. And I think there are people out there, like it's not to say that there isn't work to be put in, but it's like if people are closer to that existence or that reality, like I would prefer that over someone who has that mindset of scarcity that we talk about. Oh yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah. I mean, you know what the funny part is? As we're like reflecting on this, 
I bet you a lot of the stuff we do as unspoken rules, we don't even realize that other people don't do it. And it's just like, it's just like a part of who we are. And like to others, it might be like. Until we start talking about it. Exactly. That's what I'm like. I'm like, I, but I'm like, I feel like I need to have this discussion with somebody who like starts like talking about stuff. I'm like, what? Like you guys do that? Like what? Why is that a thing? But anyways. Definitely covered a lot of ground today. But I think just parting words today is be kind to yourself, be kind to those around you, make the effort. The holiday season can be a great time for some people, but it could be not a great time for others. So, you know, just be kind to one another and reach out and be good. Yeah, I think one lesson that we're continuing to learn is reminding ourselves that the world does not revolve around us. So everyone has something going on and especially during these times. So be patient um because you know what if your circle can be patient towards you you have to be patient towards them Mm -hmm. so with that thank you for listening to this chaotic episode because i have no idea how this is gonna turn out but i'm excited um and i love you Polly, for this one um so with that i mad respect for you for this episode um continue following us on china 20s we hope that like we said earlier in the beginning of this episode please feel free to reach out to us in our dms too like whatever the case might be um yeah. again we are very open to feedback in terms of what you want to hear what you want to listen to um and also if you need some sense of comfort we're also here for that in terms of guiding you towards any resources that could potentially help so thank you again and i hope you guys have a great rest of the day and week we will see you guys next time Bye.